Well, what else do you have for us? I got a story from your country, actually. Um, have you ever heard of cricophagia? What? Yes, it's a condition. Oh. There was there was a lady in Arizona. She was 38 years old. 38. And she wasn't feeling well. She was losing weight. She was feeling nauseous. So she took some tests and she went to the doctor. And the doctors, they couldn't find anything obviously wrong with her. So they noticed from her blood test that her protein levels were low. Low So proteins. they concluded that, they sh poss that she possibly had a blockage of the digestive tract. Okay. So they decided to operate and see what they found. They found... <laughs> what did they find? They found a hairball six inches by four inches. Oh, my... God. A hairball? A hairball. Was she kissing her cat? She was somebody who suffers from Rapunzel syndrome. Have you ever what? heard of Rapunzel syndrome? <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of this in my life. Rapunzel, obviously, is the, the character from the fairy tale who had very, very long hair, and she used to let it down from her castle tower, Okay. etc. And... Apparently, there are certain compulsive behaviors where people like to cut their hair and they eat it. And over, She was a hair eater. She, she's a cat. She is a cat. She ate her own hair. What did the... I mean, but does she do... Now, does she do this consciously or unconsciously? A bit of both, I think. Because <laughs> <laughs> they, they say with these compulsive behaviors, you often are not aware that you're doing them. So... Mm. I know a personal stylist that she should probably contact. <laughs> yes, I definitely think so. But apparently there's been 88 reported cases of this. Of Rapunzelitis. Of Rapunzel syndrome, yes. Okay. And there was a girl in England who even died from it, unfortunately. So. Um, well, yeah, I mean, if, if you want to, if you eat enough of your hair, I imagine you'll just choke on it. And well, <laughs> it's, it's the complications you get. You get, you get horrible things like um, hemorrhaging and well, inflammation and infection eventually. Well, cats get it because they clean themselves. But, I mean, she just does it because she likes her own hair. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so can you imagine six inches by four inches? That's a, that's a large lump of hair. And unfortunately, I saw the photo too, which is not something... I'm glad. You, I'm very happy I can't share that with you. On uh, the, I think, on the I think it's better that we can't see that, yes. So, uh, yes, yeah, so beware if you are compelled to eat your own hair. Because that, that's it's a, not a good idea. It's a hairy story. It's a hairy story, it yes. is. Okay. And what about you? What, what are you uh, rounding well, off with today? I, I, <laughs> I have this... This makes me laugh every time I think about it. I'm sorry. This this is just so... Anyway, do you remember a couple pods ago? I don't remember exactly which pod it was. We talked about the use of elephant dung. Excrement. Aye, we did, yes. Right. Yes, there are many uses, I'm sure. So have you noticed here walking in Sao Paulo that, that you, you and the, see... And the elephant dung, no. <laughs> no elephant dung. I've, I've stepped in a few things, but I don't think it's been elephant dung. But you've no. stepped in some excrement, some poop, some dog well, poop, Well, yes, right? unfortunately that okay. happens, yes. And here in Sao Paulo there's quite a bit of it. It turns out that actually this this poop, this dog poop, could actually have a different use than only making gin. Okay. Because Philippine secondary students, so people from the Philippines, and we're talking about children uh, 12 to 14 years old, mm. they have found a way to convert dog poop in uh, into a mixture that you can use for bricks. So you can use this for construction purposes. Wow. So <laughs> we're, ta <laughs> we're talking about, actually, it's possible you see something lying there uh, on the ground. Here they say, dejetus, dejetus mm. do seu animal. Mm. It's possible that actually is quite useful. And it could help to lower construction costs in the future. 
So this is going to substitute for concrete, is it? Well, it's not a substitute, but it's 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 something that it's a cheaper way to build, let's say, uh, your garden walls, your streets, your pavements, these kinds of things. Uh, the students they claim that they're bio bricks, mm. as they call them. They call them bio bricks. That they're ideal for sidewalks or let's say structures don't don't have to support a lot of weight. Okay. So apparently you you can you can walk on it, but you can't put let's say your a whole lot of weight on it because otherwise the poop might break. Well, yes, it might. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never thought about that. Anyway, they say that each brick contains about 10 grams of dog poo and 10 grams of cement powder. And students say that over the passage of time that the odor will eventually go away. <laughs> so, so you don't want to line your bedroom with it then? No, I, I, just, I just kind of, when I read this, I thought, oh my God, I feel kind of sorry for the pedrero that yes. has to do this because now the, the guy he's literally has his hands in, in or in, even in how shit. the first person discovered this was even possible yes <laughs> I, I mean know. how do you stumble across this that sort of thing well they, now you can literally stumble across it yes yes so, so that's the future so that's the future we're the, going back to living in mud huts <laughs> I don't know but it's anyway that's my news of the week that sounds exciting and lots of potential there Yes, lots of potential. I don't know about the potential smell, but that's a different story. <laughs> well, thanks for sharing that with Thank us. you. I'm going to rush out and get a dog. <laughs> okay. Okay.